0: I'm Ash France, a somatic practitioner who works with queer women who are coming out later in life.
1: And I'm Donna Noble. I'm an LGBTQ plus relationship expert trained in a psychobiological approach to couple therapy by Dr. Stan Tacken. We're a queer couple who fell in love after our worlds collided when we discovered that our now ex-wives were actually engaged in an affair together states apart.
0: And we're here on a mission to normalize, educate, and bring clarity around the complexities that can come along with queer relationships. So grab your cup of coffee, pour your favorite cup of tea, or glass of fine whiskey, and join us as we come together for Queer Couples Conversations.
1: and we're back uh welcome back welcome back episode four yeah Mm. this is the last part of our story that we're going to share and then um i'm really excited we've already oh my goodness i almost y'all we forgot to toast cheers to this day (laughs) eye contact cheers yeah you gotta drink it Mm -hmm. whoa what is
0: this concoction (laughs) (laughs)
1: dawn made us a new drink today i made a couple a few different options
0: (laughs) some had gin some had vodka we had to have choices
1: well it's a special thing to do it is so ash i asked i asked you do you want a like a a nice alcoholic beverage like something crisp for the summer because it's hot here? yeah or do you want like something just fruity and you said Maybe
0: both. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about Looney Bean.
1: Oh, yeah. Looney Bean is our favorite That's, coffee shop. Yeah, here you know, in Tri Bend. Tea.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's freaking amazing.
1: So what I prefer to drink is a good bourbon, a decent mm-hmm. scotch. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hot, and I had this melon. <laughs> and so I thought, I'll blend the melon <laughs> with mint and... V- a little vodka low club soda club soda just a touch yeah and um that became a, a frothy mess but tasty <laughs> but really interesting really tasty it's pretty delicious i don't know yeah and then and then i also tried to do a mint mojito mojito and mojito that was just foul <laughs> not <laughs> so, happening not happening i had good ones but not the one i made
0: uh, so
1: there we go that's what we're drinking so i am i am really like today when we like go into it this is the best part for me yeah our our story our love story Mm -hmm. um it's kind of radical this whole thing is radical but Mm i am super excited before i jump into this we just um this last week we interviewed with a um, Molly Davis. She's mm-hmm. a psych-
0: boundaries expert. Yeah. Yes,
1: she's a psychotherapist mm-hmm. specializes in boundaries. Please go check her out mm-hmm. on Instagram.
0: I, I really loved our conversation with her because it took the idea of boundaries to a whole new level, right? Beyond like setting the boundaries, articulating them, it was so much uh, bigger and deeper and. Oh. Yeah, I love that conversation.
1: Yeah, I think both of us had our mouths like gaping open. <laughs> I, like,
0: <laughs> I don't think I, I spoke too much because I was just consuming. Just yeah. tell me all the information. Yeah,
1: it a, she's phenomenal. What yeah. She does. She felt like kindred mm-hmm, to us. Yeah. Felt like our people. Yes. Um, unfortunately, she lives in Alaska. <laughs> but I
0: mean, we got Zoom. We
1: got Zoom, Molly. <laughs> um, and then I'm super excited about tomorrow. Uh, Sal and Lena, yes, Mormon no more. They just came out with a Hulu docu series yep. called "Mormon No More." Um, I actually had the honor of working with them this past year mm-hmm. as their relationship coach, and um, it's kind of developed more into a friendship over time. They invited yeah. us to their wedding, oh, and so I'm so, so excited beautiful. to talk about their relationship, how their first month of marriage has gone, yeah. and how they're doing as a couple since the you know through since- the whole process.
0: Yeah, and since Mormon No More came out, I'm so mm-hmm. curious to hear about how are they doing. I mean, that's so vulnerable to allow the whole world in yeah. to your life, into your home. Uh, I'm, yeah, I can't wait for the conversation. I they're agree. just, they're incredible women.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, they call themselves the Rainbow Squad. Ah. Them and their seven <laughs> kiddos. I love it. So yeah, that's going to be coming out. But today... Yeah. Let's jump into this.
0: Yeah, our story. Yeah. Where shall we begin?
1: Well, can I just say yeah? that this morning...
0: <laughs> you can say.
1: I, think I, I don't I know t- what
0: you're going to say, but you can say. I think
1: I tasted one too many of those drinks that I was mi- mixing. Oh, no. Why? What? What's Oh, no. On? I'm just feeling like a little happy. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, feeling it. Um, this morning, I was at the gym... Shooting some hoops, like I like to do occasionally. (laughs) Not the best at it anymore. used to love it, but not the best. But shooting some hoops, I was listening to this song we love called The Joy. Mm -hmm. And I just got this message, um, came through my AirPods um, from a client that had this huge breakthrough Ah. that, you know, just unexpected. And I heard that. And um, life with you and I have has been like this there's this deepening happening mm. right it mm-hmm. feels so sobering and uh as we continue to like repair as far as the trauma went that we went through and get feel more safe with each other mm-hmm. like yesterday i said there's such a difference between talking about security and and being secure
0: yeah living it yes
1: mm-hmm. but i was just i was there with the music going <clears throat> excuse me just feeling this like Every part of me was full of joy. Mm. I felt like, oh my God, I love my life. Mm. And I, I, I knew I was coming home to you. And yeah, I just, I'm excited. I mean, I love that we're jumping into this part of our story. Yeah,
0: that's a pretty great part of the story. Yeah. I love that you were feeling that. Yeah. And that you're sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, we we did a podcast um, Oh, said a couple days ago with Anne Marie. Oh, and we were on her show. Yeah, yeah. And um, at the end, she asked us um, what we're loving about our life right now. Oh my goodness! And you just sharing that reminded me of her asking that question, and mm-hmm. how I just I just fill up when I think about my life and with you and how incredible it is and what we're building and creating and. Yeah, the difference between talking about security and, and wanting that and then actually having it in a lived experience and Yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty incredible. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. We yeah. Want, I we want other other couples, other people to experience this.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. Well, um so let's just jump into it. I mean, when we what, what comes up for you when like we begin how do we begin you oh and Oh my I?
0: goodness we begin on a wednesday night in december <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: i had been thinking about reaching out to you um i wanted to um check in see how you were doing i was curious what the heck you knew like or didn't know um i honestly didn't think that you knew something that i didn't know (laughs) i didn't think that you and i would connect and you would give me new information
1: that's a good way to put it yeah Yeah. i
0: i thought if anything you know i would be sharing information with you or you know we would both have access to the same information but um anyway i had found out you know right around thanksgiving that you and h were also getting a divorce Uh, um and ever since that point i wanted to reach out and ask how you were doing um And didn't, because I didn't want to stir the pot. I had just gotten out of this wild situation, um, emotional abuse. And I didn't recognize it as that at the time. But that's what I was just getting out of. And I felt like I had just gone through this horrible just storm. And I had woken up the next day and survived it. And the idea of reaching out to you felt like I was inviting the storm to come back. And so um, not only that, but I also didn't know that I wanted to be the person to share with you what was going on. Like, I I didn't know if I wanted to be that person to do that. And so I didn't. I, I felt like, no, that would be too much, and then one night I saw that you had seen my Instagram story on my personal account, and so I felt like that was the green light to reach out. Like, (laughs) you were looking at my stuff, so okay, and so I did, I I messaged you and and asked how you were doing, and that's when we shared the truth with one another. Do Do you wanna pick up at this point? I don't know if you're pulling up our messages.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I like the way that you're talking, like the mm-hmm. outline of how you're starting it. Because that mm-hmm. is, yeah, that's how it happened. I actually have never looked at your story or your page before yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, but I had, my understanding was that H was going to be with you guys over that holiday season. And I was still so, I was just aching, you know, mm-hmm. and I missed her, um, And I wanted to see if she was there. So I looked at your story, took a risk. And (laughs) I didn't realize this is how silly I am. Because I had zero interaction on on Instagram or social media. I didn't have hardly any presence at all. So um, I didn't know that you could see who looked at your story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we talked
0: about that after the fact. And she was like, I had no idea that you could even have access to that. (laughs) <laughs> surprise yes you can oh my god uh, but i'm so glad because that that was like that was my green light that was the permission I felt like i needed um and so yeah i reached out and i asked how you were doing and then commenced the confusion <laughs> you were you were like uh you know thanks for reaching out thanks for your kind question and you said that Believing at that time that I was in a throuple with your ex-wife. Like at that time, you thought that I was in a relationship with her and my ex-wife.
1: Yeah, I didn't fully know or understand what was going on. I just knew that what was communicated to me was that you were okay with what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you were a part of her, her her decision. So I didn't know what it looked like. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. This drink is getting... <laughs> getting stuck stuck. in my throat yeah. i can see that you haven't touched your, your i mean i've had a few sips but it's kind of like, like goo. <laughs> it's like a cup of mint goo, goo. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not goo um but yeah yeah i so. didn't i didn't um i didn't know i just thought you were a part of it you were you know encouraging it Um mm-hmm. some aspects so mm-hmm. i ended up yeah, looking. And then, yeah, it was in November. It was nighttime. I remember sitting. Oh, December. You're right. I'm the date girl. Thank you. You're right. And I'm not. (laughs) But I was sitting on the couch, um, staying with a couple of friends that we just love. They're like family to us, Hope and Michelle. We'll talk about them a lot. (laughs) Um, And I was sitting on the couch across from Michelle, and I see this message pop up, and it says, Ash, France. And I was like, like a little confused on what I was looking at. <laughs> and then I opened it and I saw it was a personal message. And I was like frozen, mm. like, and <clears throat> I'm going to read it verbatim. Oh, okay. I just pulled it up here. Go for it. Um, it said, hey, I noticed that you saw my story. How are you doing? And from my perspective, you are the enemy. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm the one in grief. Yeah. I'm the one, you know. Devastated, and you guys were off celebrating and enjoying this new friendship, yeah. new whatever. And this is what I responded to you. I, I still think it's pretty funny that this is what I said to the person I thought stole my mar- <laughs> broke my marriage apart. <laughs> I said, "Hey there, Ash." Appreciate your kind question. I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant to answer and be vulnerable after everything. Would it be all right if I ask you why you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> That's me in my rage. <laughs> uh
0: huh. Uh huh. Um, so we continued through the messages, and you know, realizing that that we were sharing very similar things, and um, sh- Dawn ends up sharing. Or I end up sharing something, and you were like, "Oh my gosh, that happened to me the you same said, day." We
1: are getting divorced as well, and I wanted, which to was know news to you, how you're doing. And I, that's what I was like, "Whoa, yeah." Pause everything,
0: <laughs> hold the phone, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And so then Don ends up asking if if we could hop on the phone and talk and connect, and so we did. We got on the phone for the next five hours.
1: You were in Oklahoma, yeah.
0: A couple and you hours in, ahead of Oregon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we just, uh, it was incredible. It, we came together and we gave each other the gift of truth. The thing that we had been searching for since our ex-wives told us they didn't think they could stay in our marriage anymore. It didn't make sense. We received the blame, um, the criticism, the abuse, and... Uh, to be able to come together and, and share what we felt was happening and we were told wasn't happening. And to have that confirmed and validated, it just felt, I mean, I felt like I had just jumped out of a plane and went skydiving. I mean, it was like <laughs> I felt unstoppable. And the joy that I felt was, I, I can hardly explain the joy that I felt. And I think it was really just an immense a feeling of of um, relief and freedom from the turmoil that I had felt like I was stuck in for for the months prior yeah and so it was really a beautiful thing yeah connecting with one another
1: I love how you said that we we gave each other the gift of truth
0: yeah the thing that we had been just begging and longing for
1: yeah 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 I felt that relief too I you know, some people, when I've shared this story with them, were like, were you pissed? Like, you know, and I I just felt, I felt so much relief. Yes. Like, okay, that that makes sense. That makes
0: sense. This is the puzzle piece. Some, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's like having this whole puzzle, right? Any any of my fellow puzzlers out, out there, you know, you'll get this. But, like, you have most of your puzzle complete, and you're like, where wh- you've lost a piece right you don't have this piece and you finally find it like on the floor underneath something I don't know just imagine and then it's like yes <laughs> you put the piece in the puzzle's complete and there's just this yes yeah, yeah. I mean it's much greater a than a puzzle but <laughs> just imagine <laughs> just what it's imagine- under <laughs> Any object. It could be anything. Gotta rein it in. It could be anything at all. A shoe, (laughs) book on the floor. Why are your books on the floor? I
1: love that.
0: Just kidding. Uh,
1: So, yeah, I mean, so we ended up in that call for five hours. Yeah. Um, And then I remember remember being on that call with you. Mm -hmm. And two things that I remember was, um, I love her voice. I love it. There was something about it, and I felt this stirring, this warmth in my body. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> it was not. It was just a surprise to me. Yeah. But it was also just like, you. we could share our story. There were so many quality people around us supporting us mm-hmm. that we were sharing our story with, that we were walking with, but... It didn't, no matter how much you explained it, they didn't get it. Like yeah. the, the grief, the surprise, the yeah. betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to connect with you that lived a parallel experience with mm-hmm. me was just, uh, it was like, it created this bond very quickly. Oh, yeah. And this intimacy. Um, and uh, and then I remember thinking that you talked a lot. <laughs> I haven't soccer. I remember. I'm a
0: verbal processor. <laughs> I,
1: I remember making a note that this is going to have to be something that you're okay with, that I'm okay with, because I'm not. I'm not as like I like to internally process things, yeah. and I like conversation. But um, <laughs> there's just a depth more that you it, you like to verbally express yourself yeah. thoroughly. Yeah. Um. But I remember those two thoughts. And then I remember when we got off the phone, I sent you a text message or something. Yeah,
0: you yeah, we got off the phone and I remember getting off the phone and thinking, Okay, that might be it. Like that might be the only conversation we ever have. And Okay, how do I feel about that? Because there is again, yeah, this bond, this there's this draw to you. You just it just felt good to get to talk to you and to hear your voice. And again, yes, that has so much to do with the fact that you were the first person that I had come into contact with who could understand what I was experiencing. Um, But yeah, just this draw. And then you text me a few minutes later and I remember feeling this relief like it's not over. Like Mm -hmm. we can still talk and we're still going to connect and, um, I don't know. It just felt like this little bit of light.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, I felt like a happiness kind of returned to my body. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um, and um, where I live, where we both live now, but where I was living currently <clears throat> in Oregon, it's a very like outdoor town. There's mm-hmm. so much hiking by the river, and so every day I get up and I go on these walks with with our dog, Norman. Um, and, um, I remember you messaged me that when you feel sad or when you want to feel like, like nourish your spirit in some way, you want to be by the water. You want to be in the mountains.
0: Yeah. I was longing to be riverside. I wanted to be beside moving water, especially through that time of grief. I mean, I was looking it up. I was in Oklahoma at the time and looking up <laughs> any any place I could go to and just stand by a, a natural river. And it was like two hours away, and which is not bad. But, yeah, I was just, anyway, I told you I was longing for that. And so the next morning you FaceTimed me and you said that you wanted to show me the river.
1: I wanted to take you up to the river. You wanted to
0: take me up to the river. Yeah. Gosh, that was so yeah. sweet.
1: I remember that first time. Like, be, I know this sounds silly, um, but I, because of my state, my emotional state, when we all got together in St. Louis, I could not really remember what you looked like. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I had a general idea, but nothing that was like filling my mind with memories, you know, or mm-hmm. had an outline. And so when I called you, I FaceTimed you and you answered. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I remember you looked so cute and your hair was frazzled <laughs> and you were like, like trying to, you're like, oh, I don't look very good right now or something. And I just remember being like, wow, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and and we ended up talking, and uh, we ended up going on a, you know, changing over to audio yeah. call. And we talked and walked, and I walked up and down the river, and there was snow. And um, I remember asking you, do you think that, you know, because of what you went through with mm-hmm. L, do you think that you'll want to be with a woman again? Because yeah. you had been married to a man before. Yep,
0: yep. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I was going to add, is that I have been married to a man before L um and came out after that and so yeah you asked me do you think you still want to be with women and i was like oh yeah oh yes 100% <laughs> can confirm
1: yeah i i don't i might be like fooling myself but i didn't think i was flirting with you when i said this mm-hmm. but i said man ash i i love the way you say my name <laughs> we
0: gotta ask the listeners Uh, (laughs) was dawn flirting with ash when she said ash i love was it i love i'm pretty sure it's i love
1: i did i I love the way you love the
0: way you say my name name." i
1: meant it i really felt it i think my
0: heart stopped when you said Uh, that
1: (laughs) we're like 12 hours in here yeah
0: yeah I was just like oh what do I do with this yeah and I can't believe yeah this can't be happening this with this person cannot be happening
1: I feel that yeah yeah
0: but it was happening I, and also I was pretty well resigned at that point to before you came along I was thinking I'm gonna be single for like five years yeah, y'all. Like, I'm not no relationships here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a good break. I'm going to France.
1: <laughs> uh, I know. I, I had zero interest in a relationship, but you and I both have said for some reason in the in the you know heat or in the middle of all the grief we are experiencing, our our libido, our sex drive was oh
0: my goodness, was
1: on was rampant. Mine was. I wanted to have sex. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if I was looking for an outlet. Yeah, but that was that was very much a part
0: that can happen in grief, where your libido either can tank or just skyrocket, which is confusing for me because my ex-wife had told me, you know, part of the reason why she was leaving was because I had sexually deprived her, Mm -hmm. and um, so then yeah, whenever (laughs) the separation happened and my libido like my drive just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to have sex with anybody else at that point, but I just noticed that within myself right. that that was coming up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have friends that would like, "Don, I forgot this friend that, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, thanks guys. But <laughs> yeah, it was more just a noticing in my yeah. body. Yeah. Um, and I think I was wanting connection. Like I had been yeah. with this person for so many years. Yeah. And, I went from, you know, being married, loving where I lived, you know, in this home that I loved, to sleeping in a single bed in this friend's house with my dog. Like, Mm. it was, yeah. But um, it was interesting just paying attention to what was coming up in that season. But um, you and I ended up, yeah, talking, and these little moments of spark were happening. Like, where we were both like, hmm, like
0: so many things were aligning like in in just who we are and what we wanted and what we were looking for or hoping for. Um, So many things aligned. And so I felt like I just, I was at a point where I just wanted to step into my yeses, right? Whenever I felt a yes, just move into the next yes, move into the next right thing or what feels like the next right thing. Oh,
1: I love that. And so it
0: felt, you know, everything with you felt like this flow and it felt like freedom and ease excitement i was definitely excited and there were so many emotions happening but there was an ease to it as well but i remember you telling me that you wanted me in oregon you said you i want you to come to oregon
1: wait a minute you're missing one very okay. big piece <laughs> you're skipping something all I right think fill us in everybody wants to know Philemon. That you told me on that, that. So we had that. We talked through the night, and then we went on that walk the next morning, and you told me, I'm going to go visit some friends in Texas. Yeah. Going to be gone for the, a few days. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, cool. Like, you know, we we'll probably won't connect much. You know, like, she's leaving. There's we, we owed each other nothing, but there was just this connection happening. Yeah. And um, so you told me you were leaving for a few days, and I was a little sad to be honest because i thought okay we probably won't talk much (laughs) um and i just found this lifeline you know Mm -hmm. and um and in the morning you messaged me and said hey i just want to let you know that i'm heading out here and i was like that's something that someone would say to the like their partner or something (laughs) and it it was like warmed my heart i was like (laughs) wow like okay okay and but the whole time i was fighting this internal conflict like no, I don't want to do this. This is going to be mm. too messy. Mm-hmm. And then also, well, I feel this connection that feels like I can breathe again. Yeah. And so I was fighting this, but so when you said that, like, "Hey, I'm I'm taking off," um, it really um, it meant a lot to me. Yeah. And um, and then I then you left in the morning, and for some reason, because you had started that conversation, that initiation, I thought I would hear from you <laughs> again. but nothing for the next nine hours well that's why
0: i text you to say hey i'm hitting the road (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's like a six hour drive to where i was going and i didn't want to be on my phone because i was like happy dancing and singing at the top of my lungs that whole damn drive i'll tell you what but yeah no you didn't hear from me for a little bit
1: (laughs) i remember going on a run around the river and just being like God damn it. Like I don't want to care about this person. I don't mm. want to care if she doesn't call me. I she owes me nothing. I'm I don't want this right now. I need to I need to focus on my divorce, on this grief and um and then finally it was like sun was setting and I'm sitting in in my bed and I'm thinking nobody knows that we have connected. <laughs> what if she got in a car accident and Aww. nobody knows about what we just what, what we just put together. And so I, I shot you a message. I said, hey, I just want to check in that you got there okay. And you're like, oh, yeah, I got here a few hours ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, after, I mean, I think, like, within the day or two, I asked you, um, I said, I want you here in Oregon. I want to see you face-to-face in real time.
0: So you said that the the night before I left for... Texas that you wanted me in Oregon and then yeah I woke up the next day went to Texas sent you that message you didn't hear from me I, I didn't give you a yes I think I told you I want to think about it but I want to but let me think about it and then I went to Texas and then we had connected um that night <laughs> and then the next day you were like I have an idea how about we I get a flight scheduled for you from Texas to Oregon. No. <laughs> you come now. <laughs> this, is, this
1: is how I, <laughs> I approached it. At the end of it. your trip. <laughs> I was like, look, Ash, let's do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, no way. I did not pack for this. I packed for these people in this state, <laughs> not you and Oregon. And so we ended up working it out. He to told me,
1: I do want to do this. Yeah. But I think I need to go home and yeah. regroup and get yep. new clothes. But I do want to come out. I do want to meet you. Yeah. And um. so, yeah, that was, I just, that whole process in itself was healing for both of us in different ways.
0: Yeah, I remember you, oh gosh, what felt so healing about that for me, which is so strange, I think. Making an arrangement to go visit somebody would be healing, but it was. You, you know, had the suggestion I come out, and I wanted to come out, but you said something that just brought so much relief and care and safety to my body, and um, you asked if I could hop on the phone real quick.
1: Well, you had messaged me and said, "Don, I just need you to know that I'm still very much in my grief. Yeah, and I want to." i i w- I want to come visit you and connect with you, but I need you to know that.
0: yeah, I don't know like how I'm gonna feel or what state I might be in, but I know this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were very, very open with one another and transparent about what we were going through, but you said, you listened to me and you said, Look, if you know Friday comes and you change your mind, even if you're driving to the airport and you change your mind, that is okay. You don't have to come. You get to change your mind at any point. And that was all I needed to feel completely confident in my decision to go. And I just thought that was so beautiful and healing to receive that from somebody. Like this this freedom. This sense of freedom. Mm-hmm. I and I think that's like this theme that continues to come up in our relationship is this the sense of freedom and care and safety that yeah. that we have bring to one another well that i know you bring to me anyway
1: oh no i've i experienced the exact same Mm. yeah but also let's let's be real because i think you know all that our community you know we wanted to have sex with each like
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) we had talked about it yes and we were like kind of dancing around it like yeah you know there's heavy
0: flirtation there's this
1: tension and we were openly talking about it like you know uh, maybe maybe we come and we do have sex and we have a connection and that's it yeah and but also maybe we come and we're both not comfortable yeah and it we were worried that even seeing each other would kind of activate Be
0: activating yeah
1: yeah so i mean there was just that kind of conversation we everything was very transparent yeah. from the beginning with us yeah and um and so that was a part of it when yeah. you were like "Don, i just need you to know you know because we were getting so swept up you know so yeah. quick things felt like they're moving um but that was definitely a part of it yeah and um what did you say to your friends i'm gonna go to oregon <laughs> oh <laughs> that made a sorry. noise
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was i think i said something along the lines of, i'm going to go to Oregon and I'm going to have sex and
1: I'm going to have sex with Don. I'm going to have sex with Dawn.
0: Sex with Dawn <laughs> and, and it like, I just feel completely fine with whatever happens, but I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want is <laughs> with consent <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> was where I was at. Like just, I felt this freedom in my body and I was coming into a new relationship with my body after getting out of that abusive relationship. Um, There was so much healing that was happening, but I, I just felt this, oh man, this ownership over my body and self that was, oh, I felt expansive and just nothing stopping me. I can do what I want and, and I'm going to go to Oregon and I'm going to have incredible sex more than likely, which (laughs) yes, we did. But
1: (laughs) at the time I didn't know, We just had hopes and dreams. Yeah. Yeah, I ended up getting us this um I since I was staying with some friends, they were um I ended up getting us this really cool room on this is like the suite um at a Pine Ridge Inn that we love and it's right on the yeah. river. Yeah. You can see the paddle borders coming down. There's a big deck and a fireplace. Yeah. And I thought, okay, if if anything she'll stay here and I'll stay at my house. Yeah. Um but Um, we had this rule, or you, we were like joking about like, okay, let's make a rule, no touching for 12 hours. (laughs) I don't know why we came up with that. (laughs) We were just, we were just creating a
0: fun game. I don't know why 12 hours is what we landed on, but it is. Well, we knew I was getting in late at night. And so we were like... Like, no sex the first night. Yeah, like, let's basically. just slow down and yeah. like, see
1: each other. And yeah. so I went to pick you up. I had set up the room. I had gotten your favorite scotch. I had gotten, <laughs> you know, um, set up a speaker for, like, you know, just – I tried to make it nice to where it felt familiar to you, with things that you liked. And then um, I went to pick you up, and I was sitting in the queue waiting for you guys – for the plane to arrive. And then I get a text from you, and and you said, start the clock. Uh. (laughs) yeah and you said i've landed i'm walking out yeah and i it was very cold Mm -hmm. there was snow on the mountain and um i remember you were walking out i remember what you were wearing and um i was nervous i was like what if she does not like how i look what if Mm -hmm. you know and um I remember embracing you and you had your backpack on and I remember how you smelt and this fragrance of like, I, I was overcome. I was (laughs) overwhelmed. (laughs) Uh,
0: I, I just, I remember also feeling overwhelmed, but I just couldn't believe that I got to be there with you in person and look you in the eye for the first time. This human who has been moving through such a similar experience, such a similar pain and grief. And to get to be with you in person, touch skin to skin, look you in the eye, I mean, it felt nothing short of holy. I mean, really, oh. in my body, that's, that is what that experience was for me. And it was just, I, I remember getting in the car and I, I couldn't believe I was sitting next to you. <laughs> like you're you're here i'm here we're here (laughs) and yeah on our way to the hotel you ended up um taking my hand grabbing my hand and again another moment of me where like i felt like i couldn't breathe for a second Mm -hmm. just caught my breath and i just knew like there's something there's something really big here really wow something's happening Mm -hmm. And it's beyond the grief, it's beyond the trauma, it's beyond all of it. And it felt, it truly felt like (laughs) the inner and outer workings of the universe that have been at play, like bringing us to this moment, to this meeting, to this coming together. And I, yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. It just felt otherworldly to me. Yeah. You're, you're going to make me cry. Yeah. Looking at you mm. here. Ugh.
1: I I think we were both experiencing the same thing, and that's what made it. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the way you explained it. It's a hard thing to communicate Yeah, what was, you know, something was colliding. Yeah. You know, and one thing that I loved right from the beginning was that you and I communicated that, we were going to have space mm-hmm. for whatever came up mm-hmm. and not that it was always going to be easy, but that, you know, you are grieving the person that I felt so much pain towards, right. You know, your ex wife and mine as well was yeah. hard for you. And so we had just really been able to somehow hold space for each other. And mm-hmm. that, like the first night we had sex, I, 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 was caught up in the emotion of touching another body. Mm-hmm. Like I had been with this other person for f- oh, five years yeah. and then touching your body and like my brain catching up yeah. with the emotions mm-hmm. and just starting to cry. And there was space for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. there was not judgment or jealousy or, mm-hmm. you know, there was care mm-hmm. and repair. Um, and we've just consistently been able to do that. And at different times, it's been hard, like, you know, knowing, like, going through that whole divorce process, we've had to, like, set up some agreements around that. Like, yeah.
0: Um, as we progress, like, as time went on yeah. and the months went on, yeah. we would set up, you know, new agreements right. around what worked for as us. We,
1: as we continue to move into uh, different parts of commitment with right. each other. Right, yeah. Um, I, I was, like, I think that first trip, we were, like... Oh shit. What are we going to do?
0: <laughs> we went to brunch the the, uh, the day that I was supposed to fly out. And yeah, we were both in this experiencing very. this dilemma. I think you a little more so. You were really I was very conflicted. Yes, you were you were very conflicted and I remember having conversation with Hope and Michelle about it. Do you remember that? Yes. After <laughs> after brunch. And we had stepped into this okay, like all we can do is be like in this present moment right now, like where we are right now. Feels really good. And I'm going to go back to Oklahoma. We'll continue talking and we'll we just have to lend ourselves over to the flow of it all, to what comes up and the next right thing within us. Right? We can see that we can see and feel that something bigger seems to be happening here, but we also know that we're also in the middle of grief. Yeah. And we're also in the middle of repair and recovery. And so I think that, I mean, I I really liked how we did it and giving each other that, the, the freedom to move into it. Yeah. It didn't, there was no, there was no like, you have to show up this way, or if right. you don't show up like this, then I'm gonna feel blank. It was just like, look, things are really beautiful and great, and let's yeah. keep moving.
1: Yeah, it just was good. It's yeah. just always been good. Yeah. And you know, if I was being like fully transparent, the inner conflict was not, do I like this person? Do I right, not feel yeah. like this is the direction I wanna go? Yes. It was, I was struggling with how messy the mm-hmm. whole thing would have been mm-hmm. i already was dealing with the shame um because of the divorce mm-hmm. um, and then on top of that to the, like uh, the majority of people in my life didn't even know i was getting divorced yet mm-hmm. i had kept it so small as i was recovering right that i was now entering into a new relationship. But with the person, you know, like, yeah, I'm now seeing the woman of the ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> who had an affair with my wife. Yeah. And, and the whole thing, you know, my whole life, I really wanted to have this good name, a good mm. reputation. Mm-hmm. I was taught in a because I was raised Mormon. There was this understanding of how you act, mm-hmm. how you present yourself. And I was creating a mess. Mm-hmm. And that that really created a struggle yeah. um, in me. but. I remember talking to my mom about it and I was telling her about you and that you're flying in and that these feelings I was having and that she, and she just was telling me like that makes so much sense. She said, I would be surprised if you didn't. And, but she told me like that, um, it's okay to make a mess. Sometimes, sometimes Mm. we need to be messy.
0: Uh, to hear that from your Mormon mom who like Uh. raised you with this belief that we don't make a mess, that we're, we're, we are the best,
1: yeah. right?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to that hear our, from her, to have yeah. like this permit, to get this permission from her in a way, yeah, it,
1: yeah. The, our family had a motto: that fifteen Jay Z's are the best. <laughs> this is true.
0: They, y'all, there were T-shirts, <laughs> and I believe hats. <laughs> <And> hats. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They're just so it it was That's really dedication. powerful. Uh, how's that drink? You know it's pretty tasty.
0: I like the the foamy slushy part.
1: Foamy slime. <laughs> it's not, don't say
0: don't say goo. Don't say slime. You ruined my drink put, over put here. With those words.
1: Uh, yeah, so we ended up like the the support we had was so beautiful. It was like our parents. Yeah. And a couple close friends yeah. on each side. And then yeah. I mean we eventually opened that space up over yeah. time and and uh, now have built like a beautiful community of people around us that we're friends with now, but we were, it was very small. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I
0: want to speak to, you know, as we were, you know, stepping into this new relationship or the idea of it anyway, you know, you were really dealing with the mess part of it all, the mess aspect and the resistance with that. And what I was moving through was, that I had just gotten myself back. I felt like I had just gotten my body back. I had just gotten back into my body. And that I had just, you know, when I was in a relationship with Elle, and also prior relationships to that as well with, with men, it felt like I didn't have access to myself in the way that I now had access to myself. And in my mind, I thought, you know, well, when I'm in relationship with somebody, I lose access to myself. That's the bodily belief. Like, with, mm-hmm. like, even if I'm not thinking that through, right? My body believes that when I'm in a relationship, this is what it means. You don't, you, it's like I'm divorced from myself. Mm-hmm. And so I told you, like, that's a big part of my hesitancy. Aside from the fact that I'm still, we're both still healing, but I know I'm still healing. Um, but I don't wanna lose myself in this and that w- that's something that we have or you you and I both have nurtured along the way from the very beginning yeah um and it's incredible I mean over the course of our relationship you know we've been together for over a year and a half now and I feel like I just have more and more access to myself as our relationship moves along yeah. I mean it's the healing that has happened while in relationship has been unlike anything I've experienced mm. before wow. and it's 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 just a strange thing to my body to be in relationship with somebody and still have access not only have access but to deepen that access
1: I I love that so much that you're experiencing that what I really believe that commitment should equal freedom mm-hmm. it shouldn't take from your freedom mm-hmm well, so I'm curious, what is it that's caused, that's creating that?
0: I mean, it's, there were so many parts of me that, that couldn't show up in those relationships. You know, particularly with Elle, it was more so the emotional abuse that was happening. And also the deeply insecure dynamic that we just had as a couple, right? It's not all on her, right? I take responsibility for the parts of me that were showing up that were people pleasing, right? Or that codependent part of me that showed up and was willing to, you know, not look at what I needed and just look at what she needed and show up for that. I knew how to do it really well. Um, but then you throw in the emotional abuse with it and it just compounded everything. Um, and so in relationship with you, it's, I mean it's really this this rooted sense of safety that I feel with you but you encourage me to do to dream <laughs> literally just to dream or encouraging me to to step into the career that I want to step into the reason why I do what I do today is in part because of you literally because you encourage that dream you asked me what do you want what do you, how do you want to show up in this world what do you want to do today and, and help me, like you walked me through some of the fears that came up around it, This these limiting beliefs that I had about myself. And so you've allowed me to dream. You've helped me to dream again. You, As far as, you know, sex is concerned, right? Masturbation became a big thing for me <laughs> whenever I got out of my relationship with my ex-wife. It was something that wasn't like this open thing in my marriage. And... Um, toward the end it kind of became that but for the most part not and it's something that you really encourage I told you this is a a part of my life that I love I love that I get to have this kind of time with myself and explore my own body and you encourage that even to this day um it's, yeah, I
1: think I sent you like $300 for a vibrator. Yeah,
0: you did. you were like, "Go get a vibrator." <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you encourage me in new relationships, friendships, like new it's just amazing. Um there's there's a freedom in this encouragement to be myself and to say what I want. You hold space for me to be angry. I remember last summer we, I was frustrated with you, and I was trying to push away from you. Like, I don't want to talk about it. And you, I think you took my hand, and you had said, Ash, you get to be angry with me. Like, you, you get that. You can have that. Hmm. Just talk to me. And that was so new for me, like, in relationship, getting to be upset and that being allowed without it blowing back on me or
1: you getting punished maybe
0: getting punished or having to at the end of it apologize and so yeah so many so many ways i mean Mm. i can't even count all the all the ways those are just the ones that are coming up off the top of my head wow but yeah i don't know i i love that about our relationship and it's been such a a major um point of healing for me to learn that I can be in relationship with somebody and not only have access to myself, but to have just such a deep relationship with myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're just sharing that with me and I was tearing up because I felt like you trusted me in your space. Mm -hmm. You allowed me into that in the space that you were guarded and that you had been so wounded in and to hear your experience and to experience it in just in relationship with you. It's just, I just feel so grateful that you Mm -hmm. trusted me and that I didn't fuck it up. (laughs) Uh. Uh, But I really, you kept telling me how much relationship to yourself meant Mm-hmm. That you wanted to honor that part of yourself, mm-hmm. and so I continually felt like the more I can encourage you towards yourself, the more we would have a better relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, even in the way that I I proposed to you, I, I wanted to do it with that in mind, very yeah. intentional.
0: Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that proposal with <laughs> that was just the most beautiful thing i've experienced um we got engaged january 28th Woo! of this this last year 2022 um it was so sweet dawn had my family my parents come out from oklahoma um and she <laughs> she are you okay if i share this right uh, now absolutely, okay yeah,
1: I, think, I think this will be good to wrap the episode up. yeah like this
0: story. <laughs> <laughs> um but she told me um She told me that her sister and brother-in-law were coming into town, and they were going to stay with us one night. And so we were like cleaning the house, doing all these things. Um, And she said that she wanted to take me on a picnic before they they got into town just to kind of relax and have some intentional time together. And y'all, I love, I'm a picnic gal. I love it. (laughs) Get the basket. Let's get there's some little sandwiches in there. You know, let's go. <laughs> little go, let's go sit in nature and just commune. Um, so anyway, I we were on our way to this picnic and we were exhausted because we've been cleaning all day.
1: We get real when people are coming to visit us.
0: Y'all, let us know if you get us. Um, Do you get real? Do you clean? I'm gonna post on clean? our
1: Instagram. Recently, your parents just came by for, yeah. a, for a visit. Yeah, and you brought out the whiteboard.
0: Yes, I did of, the marker board. The marker board. Yeah,
1: this was no joke. So I, I'm going to post a picture <laughs> and link it to episode episode four here, so I okay. can get evidence what I'm working with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, shit got real. Um, but yeah, we were on our way to the picnic and we were exhausted. And Don was like, "Listen, I know you're tired. We don't have to do this picnic." I'm like, no, I, I think it'll be nice. It'll be great. Let's, let's just go. Like, let's do this. And so we go and we park. We walk down to the river and she had this cute little like wicker basket. It was just so sweet. Like a wooden yeah. la-
1: basket with l- like yeah. a lattice kind yes. of look.
0: So cute. And we get down to the river and she sets the basket down. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And she pulls out AirPods and hands them over to me. And then she's like, let me see your phone real quick. She pulls something up and I'm like, what is happening? This is cute, like something's <laughs> happening. And and she said, okay, I want you to walk you know, this direction for a few minutes and then press play. And I was like, okay, and where are you going? <laughs> like I'm walking in the other direction and you're like I'm going to meet you for our picnic. You'll 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 get there and I'll meet you there.
1: it was a it's a 3 mile loop around the river and yeah. at the end at the the back side of the loop there's a bridge. Yeah. that connects the path. So I went to the other side and yeah. you carried on. We were yeah. in meet on the bridge. Yeah.
0: And so you were like press play in a, in a couple minutes. And I was like like two, like three, 3 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like just a couple minutes I'm like okay okay, okay. so I, I walk down the path and I am literally staring at my phone waiting for two minutes to pass and when it does I hit play and it's the song that one we had really connected over at the beginning of our relationship we were long distance for a while so we shared a lot of music as a way to, to connect with one another but um, and after about a minute I'm just like smiling like a goofball as i'm walking and i um i'm thinking what is what a cute date idea like she made this little playlist for me how sweet and after about a minute or so into the song it fades out and her voice comes on <laughs> I'm like wait, wait a minute and you said i bet i bet you're wondering I bet you're wondering um you know, why I'm on here or something like that. But I want you to know that I'm about to propose to you. But first, I want to tell you why. And so I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm trying not to cry right now. But on the rest of this walk, it was various songs that we had just deeply connected with. Um, and then she would fade back in and she would tell me why she wants to marry me, why she wants to ask, and um, even instructed me that, you know, when you get to this bridge, I want you to pause and take a video of yourself um, because I can't see you right now, and I just want to know how you're feeling and what's coming up for you.
1: We should put that little video on there,
0: too. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a good idea.
1: <laughs> Instagram.
0: But, I, y'all, I am walking down this path, and I am, like, just... My, I'm crying and I am just like the biggest smile slapped on my face. That I, My face hurt. I was smiling so much. And then I get, you know, beyond the bridge and the last song comes on and it was a really special one. Um, it was one that I had danced to like, yeah. And when I was in my grief and healing and owning my body again, and shared it with I shared it with you and that, so that song came on and, At the very end of it then i i I saw you and i just start i just lost it which scared you (laughs) i think you thought that that was a bad sign (laughs) just a highly emotional person (laughs) yeah
1: i had my i saw i i saw you coming down the trail and i had my phone there because i was gonna like film me film yeah and then i see your face and you're soft like not like gentle crying
0: no I'm like crying crying
1: and I was like oh shit <laughs> so, <laughs> I watched the video I, I turned and it like, off <laughs> it was immediately I we hold, need to show that video you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you were just happy
0: yeah I was I couldn't believe it was happening and you know throughout that recording you told me you wanted me to you wanted me to have time on my own throughout this walk to be with myself and my thoughts and to know what I was what I was making my way toward you wanted me to know what I was moving toward and I just that was just so I mean it was so it was just perfect Hmm. I felt so known and seen and loved Hmm. in that proposal and I mean our whole relationship but that was just amazing and so you proposed to me after I get there and I said yes, obviously.
1: Yeah, and and this is one part. If I can interrupt. Yeah. That I wish I would have done different. Um, to me, it didn't feel like myself to get down and kneel. Um, yeah. Um, I wanted to be face to face with you. Yeah. And um, I one fear that's come up for you consistently is like when things are so good, you worry that something's going <laughs> to oh, yeah. happen. You know The shoe this, will drop. You always are like, you know, what if, you know, this is so good. What if you get tired of me in, in a year? Or what if, you know, whatever it is, you know. So I wish I would have had a shoe that I would have thrown in the <laughs> river, but gotten like maybe tied to a string so we didn't litter. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. You can have the dramatic aspect of throwing the shoe, but it's like, yeah, attached to a string. Yeah. Just reel it back in.
1: <laughs> I do wish I would have that... That's one piece. That I,
0: I, after. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was, I mean, it was so perfect. And so we, you know, she, she stole the picnic basket and she said, you know, what? do you want to go up to that lookout point over the river and we can pop champagne and, and have a glass. And I was like, yes, let's, let's go. And so we're making our way up. And she says, you know, who are you going to tell first? And I said, oh, my parents, I want to, I want to tell my parents and, um, which gosh, I just feel so like that just brings up emotion in me alone. The fact that I get engaged to a woman and I, I the first instinct is in me is to call my parents and share with them because I know they're going to be happy for me. And that's just ugh, years of moving through other hard things to get to this point. So that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get to the top and my parents are there. <laughs> with our our dear friend Hope um they they're all there together and um i just again burst into tears and went and just hugged my mom
1: and my dad and
0: uh, it was just such a beautiful moment
1: yeah well you know your parents i i do, i love your parents and i've really well, as I've witnessed them and watched them support you and love you and show up for you through, you know, now a couple marriages, you know, and they're always there for you. They, mm-hmm. I think your dad said they've moved you like seven times. Or ten, some, ten, ten times. times. <laughs> we counted. <laughs> <laughs> this last time we, we moved to Oregon. And um, I just remember... Like, they have been so, as far as I've experienced, they've been so supportive of us in our story and through the grief and through our relationship. And I remember, like, you and I had already discussed that we wanted to get married. We were at that yeah. point. And I wasn't calling them to so much ask for permission. Right. But to ask them, like, just honor them in that they've been through it all with you mm-hmm. and Uh, especially through this last season of tremendous grief. And I wanted to invite them to be a part of the joy too, Mm -hmm. part of the goodness. So I said, as much as you want to be a part of this, we would love it. Mm -hmm. And your mom was like, as much as you'll let me. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. We planned this whole, um, over the next couple of months, I ended up like, I was trying to find the right ring for you and nothing Mm. felt true. Because you're so genuine and un- like unique and thoughtful, and I was like, <laughs> "How am I supposed to find a ring that's not like you know that there's mass you know that not, it's not just a replica?" Yeah. So I ended up finding this cute old man named Jim.
0: <laughs> Love Jim. Think
1: of um, Jiminy Cricket off of Pinocchio <laughs> with the big round glasses, and he wore the what is it? The apron. But
0: Pinocchio's the, dad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like no, Jim is the cricket.
0: Oh, but okay. His
1: dad too. It's kind of like this combo. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and um he um he made cus he made custom rings. Yeah. So if I found the stone, so I had people sending in diamonds and gemstones yeah. all over and you yeah. wanted a green stone. Yeah. So we were getting all these stones to pick from. But the first thing he asked me was tell me about your story, tell me about why you want to marry Ash. Yeah. And um so we ended up deciding that you love nature and you yeah. feel so at home in Oregon that he ended up making these beautiful, like, petite, golden, rose gold leaves yeah. that are just so delicate. Yeah. And I found this green stone that just was perfect. Yeah. Um, it was actually a pure green diamond, yeah. which I didn't know about. Yeah. Um, and every time he would make a per- part of the ring, he'd call me, hey, do you want to come down and see this? Yeah. So I was able to be a part of the whole process of him <laughs> making this ring and um it was just such it was the whole thing was so incredible yeah but now
0: (laughs) (laughs) and now we've got our wedding date set yep may 20th
1: getting married yeah yeah i definitely wanted to get married sooner yeah um which we went back and forth on but overall we have like this is going to be more than just a wedding. This is a celebration of yeah. so much of yeah. repaired relationships. Um, oh,
0: yeah. Like, not only repair that's happened between you and I, but with our families, yeah. too. I know that in our previous marriages, our relationship with our families, or I'll speak to my relationship with my family, rather, but um, it, it wasn't destroyed, but it was definitely um, not cared for well. Um and it's because I, I mean, when I look back at that, it's a reflection of how well I was able to, and how well I was caring for myself, mm-hmm. um, reflected how I was able to show up in those relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's been a lot of repair that's happened in the last year.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. Same. Or and not
0: just a year, but year and a half now.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that we both really, excuse me, connected on was that, our relationships with our family was impacted mm-hmm. because of our previous spouses, mm-hmm. and because of the threat, specifically around religious. Yeah, know, that religious aspect that um, they didn't have any tolerance for. Right. Um. And I, I believe that I want relationship with my family, mm-hmm. but it has to be based upon respect Mm -hmm. and being treated mutually right equally Mm -hmm. around safety and so because of that we've had to have boundaries Mm -hmm. at different times Mm -hmm. and i'm so pro relationship and i think boundaries is what has gotten us there yeah but not to just cut off you know um that was their uh, my ex-wife's approach was to just cut off relationship if they are believers then it's a no-go yeah and so it's taken a like you and i really bonded over that piece of we want relationship with our family Mm -hmm. as long as we are being treated well and equal and loved Mm -hmm. and celebrated Mm -hmm. and so the way we've done that in the last year like has been so healing for me and for my siblings and i um, and they all they've all told me like don you're so different Mm -hmm. with ash Mm. um and my mom and dad adore you (laughs) my dad calls you bubbles (laughs) for some reason and I was on the phone with him the other night and uh we were just chit-chatting nothing specific and then all of a sudden he's like is bubbles there I was like why don't you have that kind of joy with your daughter (laughs) I'm
0: right here (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so, yeah,
0: I love your family. Yeah,
1: every part. I love yeah. your family. I feel like <laughs> so. Our wedding is like this celebration mm-hmm. of relationship, of mm-hmm. repair, of love, of grief. Mm-hmm. Just and so, after you and I talked about it, I was like, Yes, I think if we're really going to honor this day, yeah. we do need more time. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation. Me, like, too. Reliving everything, it's, I know. So great.
0: We've, we've talked about it. I mean, a lot, but not recently. And so, yeah, I love, I love getting to hear what your experience was like in that. Same. And revisit for myself what it was like.
1: Yeah. And it's like I, I keep saying this to you, but it's just the beginning. Yeah. We're just getting started. Yeah.
0: I know. I look out ahead, and it's like uh, I do this thing where I look. At, you know, when I go over this bridge at well, any bridge at a river. And I um, allow myself to, you know, look at the water that's flowing away from me. And I just see, like, all these things that I've been through that's just, it's gone and it's flowing and it's moving. And then I turn and I look at the other side of the water coming toward me and it's just, I feel this sense of goodness flowing toward me. And it's not that it's all easy ahead you know it's not that i look at it and i think ah just peace and love and sunshine <laughs> but i know there are hard things in the river that moves towards me i know that but it i can now feel the good in it the good working in all of it mm-hmm. as as hard as parts can feel and i feel like when i look ahead with our life that's what i'm doing is look at all the good that's coming that's that's right there it's just ugh.
1: yeah yeah I I know all that goodness, and I think I was just telling you yesterday that with my ex-wife i I wanted it to work so bad yeah. that I kept holding on to how good it was in the beginning. yeah, I would keep revisiting that and thinking, okay, maybe when we're older and <laughs> it'll get better, yeah you know, and that's what I was clinging to. yeah, but with you, it's always been good. It's not yeah. an idea, oh. yeah, you know, it means- is just good even our even when we get in conflicts it's like, this is enjoyable <laughs> <laughs> I mean not in the moment but yeah. but it's yeah. like every aspect of it mm-hmm. has been and it, I just I could I could go on about this but we should <laughs> wrap this up because
0: we're trekking on over an hour here here we go but y'all we are so glad that you joined us for, for this conversation today to listen to our story Um, and our next episode, episode five, we are going to have our dear friends, Sal and Lena. Yep. Yep. They're going to be coming there in their, um, docu-series Mormon No More just came, just came out on Hulu Mm -hmm. at the end of June. So
1: yeah, go watch it. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah. I'm excited to jump in that conversation. Me too. That's going to be good. Me too. Okay. All right, y'all. All right.
0: What were you gonna say?
1: Oh, uh, just <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> just
0: messy, messy in. Cheers. Cheers. All right, take care of each other, y'all. We're so glad that you joined us for today's conversation. If you and your partner want to apply to be a guest on the show for one of our mini couple Hi. sessions, or if a part of you connected with today's episode and you would like more info on how to work with us directly, you can find us on Instagram at Donna Noble. That's at D-A-W-N-A-N-O-B-L-E and at Ash France Coaching. And that's France, just like the country. Queer Couples Coaching is produced by Media Machine. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach and support more queer relationships. We'll see you next time on Queer Couples Conversations. And in the meantime, take care of each other.